and welcome to this week's episode of the Relatable Mama podcast presented by Anchor Behavioral Consulting. I'm your podcast host, Anna Richardella, and I am a mom of two boys, two and under, a wife, board-certified behavior analyst, and the owner of Anchor Behavioral Consulting. It is my passion to help other parents feel supported and seen, and I hope that by listening to this podcast, you are able to learn something new or just feel like you're not alone. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back. Happy 2024. At the time of this recording, it is uh, the first week in January, and I have something a little bit different to share with you guys today. This episode is entirely based off of a letter that I wrote to my younger son regarding our recent breastfeeding journey and the end of our breastfeeding journey. So it is a little bit emotional and um, I think a tearjerker. I was definitely sobbing while I was writing this. It was a good processing session for me and really helped me to work through some of my emotions that I felt in my journey with breastfeeding and formula feeding my older son as well as um, my younger son. So... I am going to basically just read the letter that I wrote, and I may have to pause a few times. I'm already feeling a little bit emotional about this, so just bear with me. Um, Do keep in mind that I do discuss postpartum rage, postpartum anxiety, um, in general postpartum mental health, so if that is something that might be triggering for you or if talking about breastfeeding or formula feeding is something that might be triggering for you. This may not be an episode that you want to listen to. However, I do think that this is super beneficial for um, any mom to listen to as well as anybody who knows moms that might be going through something similar. So um, I hope you enjoy. This letter is titled The End of an Era. To my last baby. December 27th, 2023 was the last day of our breastfeeding journey together, but I want to tell you the story of how we got here. When I had your brother, I had every expectation of having a strong and successful breastfeeding journey. I had heard so many times how it comes so naturally to moms and that it would be so easy. I even watched my friends breastfeed like it was ingrained in them. But when Luca was born, I had the opposite experience. I was frustrated, confused, and in pain. It took my milk forever to come in, and while I was supplementing with formula, I will never forget his screams as though he was starving. Luca was frustrated with me, too. He was confused as to why my body wasn't ready to feed him, and he was so hungry. But the nurses at the hospital told me that he didn't need to eat much and that my milk would come in eventually. But even when it did, it still wasn't enough, and Luca still wasn't latching and was too sleepy to work so hard to have to eat. I was terrified that I wasn't enough for him, that I was starving this perfect boy that I had brought into the world. So I met with a lactation consultant. She told me I needed to nurse and supplement with formula and pump all in one session and repeat that process 12 times a day. She told me to lay my baby on a cold baking sheet to wake him up to help him feed. My already fragile mental health came crashing down. I was exhausted and started to resent every hungry cry. 
so many things were a trigger for me. The pump, Luca crying, washing bottles, daddy sleeping when I had to wake up and Luca wouldn't latch yet again. When I finally decided that we needed to switch to formula, I experienced terrible guilt and shame. I felt so guilty that I wasn't able to naturally provide for my baby. So much shame that I wasn't a good enough mom. I thought I was taking the easy way out by making the switch. Remember when I said that my mental health came crashing down? Now it was truly rock bottom. I was diagnosed with postpartum anxiety and postpartum rage. Later, my therapist also agreed that I had postpartum OCD. I started medication to help regulate my mood and I resumed going to therapy. But you know what else happened? I was able to take better care of myself. I was eating regularly, taking daily showers, and brushing my teeth before noon. I was able to leave the house without worrying about how I was going to feed Luca. But sweet boy, when I got pregnant with you, so many of those triggers resurfaced. I started to feel the shame and guilt again, and you weren't even here yet. I worked through those feelings in therapy and came to terms that we would face feeding together and we would figure out what was best for both of us when you were born. And when that day came, you knew exactly what to do. I had such low expectations for breastfeeding the day that you came, but crew, you were so much more prepared than I was. You made it so easy. While the first few weeks were still challenging, we learned together. You learned how to survive in the world with me, and I learned this new way to nurture an infant. I finally understood why people said it came so naturally. While ending our nursing journey was a decision that I had thought on so many times, the moment I decided to stop was really a game time decision. Truthfully, I couldn't handle being bit again. It's just that you have so many teeth and they're so sharp. And I'm sorry for screeching the first time you bit me. I was just so surprised. I know I scared you. Crew, I am so proud of us both for pushing through this almost nine months together. Your brother healed me in so many ways, both emotionally and mentally, but you healed my heart. You helped me to have more confidence in who I am as both of your mama, to stand my ground, to set boundaries, and to enjoy the quiet moments together. Everything that I do is for you and your brother, and I hope that one day you're able to experience that kind of love too. Okay, so I'm back. I am, I think, ready to talk about this a little bit more. I journaled that letter to crew my last baby, which overall is a super emotional and bittersweet experience when you know that your family is complete, but you also know that that's your last baby. So you're not going to get to experience more milestones and as many firsts with another baby ever again. My husband and I have made the decision to not have any more kids um, for a number of reasons. And we are happy with that decision. But that doesn't mean that I can't mourn not having 
more kids. So in ending my breastfeeding journey with Crew, my baby, I experienced so many emotions. And that was really hard for me to work through, despite how excited I was for so many other reasons to not be breastfeeding anymore. Um, you know, I, I was excited to not have that mental load that is solely on a mom when she's breastfeeding. And like I had mentioned in the letter, crew really did make it so easy for me. It was very natural. And even with that feeling, it was still difficult. There were still moments that were challenging. And when I went back to work, I was having to pump. And as I mentioned in the letter, the pump is a huge trigger for me. And I knew that going back to work, I knew that pumping was going to be another hurdle that I would have to get through. And ultimately, I was able to pump and I was able to, you know, produce enough when I was pumping that it was covering his feeds when I was away from him. But that still produced anxiety for me. And ultimately, after being bit a number of times and in combination with just absolutely dreading and despising pumping, I decided that it was just, it was time for us to be done. And I feel so accomplished in the fact that I was able to successfully breastfeed crew. But I also had come to terms with the fact that before he was even born, if breastfeeding didn't work out, there was formula. And that's okay. That's exactly what it was developed for. And it is not at all shameful for moms to use formula, whether it is their choice or whether it is a need. You do you, girl. You do what's best for your mental health. And so I think in part what inspired this episode for me is that one of my close friends just had a baby and she decided to start pumping um, and she was going to exclusively pump and um, that proved to be very challenging for her and I very much sympathize with her. I knew from the minute she told me that she was going to pump that that is definitely not the easy way out. I think out of all three methods of you know how you feed your baby I think pumping is the most exhausting because not only are you attached to this pump but you're also still doing bottles and you're still responsible for knowing you know when you need to pump and making sure that you have all of your supplies and cleaning extra things and so when she told me that she was interested and exclusively pumping, I said, more power to you, and it's okay if that doesn't work out. And I needed to hear that myself when 
I was going through this with Luca because I I just needed somebody else to say to me, you're not failing by stopping. And ultimately, in my experience, I was succeeding by stopping because I was then able to get my child the proper nutrition that he needed. He wasn't starving and screaming and uncomfortable. And when my therapist and I came to that conclusion together, it was the absolute best thing in the long run that I could have done. And I am so grateful to have had both experiences. And again, no matter what you choose as a mom, you're making the best decision that you can for yourself and your baby. But I think it's so important to constantly be evaluating how every decision is affecting your mental health. And just making sure, checking in every so often and saying, is this what's best for me and is this what's best for my baby? I hope that everyone who listens to this episode can take something away from it. I hope that I did not make everyone sob the way that I did, but that you can learn a little bit from my journey as well. Um, Please keep in mind that I am always available to talk if you are having any struggles with whether it is breastfeeding or pumping or formula feeding. I am always here to support you. And that is one of my favorite things to do as a parent coach. And speaking of parent coaching, I did want to mention that in some talk right before the new year, my associate and I had decided to switch our language a little bit in terms of our services. So we are moving forward, going to be referring to our coaching sessions as parent strategy sessions. We do feel that this is the best way to adequately describe our level of collaboration with families. We are not here to tell you what to do. We are not here to pass judgment. We just want to provide you with the best and most helpful strategies that we can. So in 2024, you will definitely see some new information and new posts that reflect this language of parent strategizing, parent strategy sessions, and we hope that this helps other families to see what it is that we do and to reach out to us for the support that they all need. Have a great start to your new year. I hope that it is off to a good start for everyone and I will see you next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Relatable Mama podcast. We would appreciate if you would like and subscribe to our podcast for updates. For more information on how we can support you, check out our Instagram at Anchor Behavioral Consulting or visit our website, anchorbehavioralconsultingllc.com. See you next time.